Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. We are beginning part five of six today in our series on how people change. We hope you enjoy. It leads to a feeling of powerlessness. Yes, to where I I feel like I don't have any control. And it makes you feel like I can't do anything about it. I know I shouldn't do this anymore, but yet I still do it. So in order for us to address that, it's not being callous and saying, it's like, well, you just need to, you know, just stop that. Don't do that. Like that's, I I think what happens is in the two different, I think the unnecessary division between people who want to say it's a disease and the people who, uh, and and then like you and I, who are going to say, it's like, we don't, we are not going to treat it like a disease because we believe that power, we we believe that people have the power to change. Yeah. Um, and take ownership of the things they can control. Yes. So when someone is in deep in addiction, yeah, there are some things that just you're intentionally doing something that's just crazy that you know is going to kill you. So we need to figure out like, what are the things that you can control? Every single one of you who came into the refuge, you chose to come into the refuge. That is a choice that you made. You empowered yourself to do something healthy. Now that doesn't mean that the urge to use goes away. It just makes it just means when the urge to use pops up, it's a lot harder to use. Yeah. Because there's structure and boundaries and safety built in around you. There's other men who care about this who are also facing the same struggles. And it takes time where it's the that pattern and rhythm of like I need to go use becomes less and less and less. And I think what I also what we're what we're not I think it's important to say what we're not saying is that there that if you just continually to you to choose to do a healthy thing, that that unwanted desire will just go away. Sometimes it just never will. And that's something that each of us has to struggle with in our own individual way. But we need, we can choose to put the things around us, the boundaries, the patterns, the friends, the relationships around us that make it more difficult to go down that path again. Yeah. I mean, the expert, you know, the, they call this impulse control. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we're in the throes of a habitual pattern of unwanted behavior or addiction, yeah, then what what suffer? One of the things that suffers as a result is my inability to control my own impulses. Now, I think what I'm hearing you say is, the more reps I get in, just like working out, like if I'm working out a lot, I'm going to get stronger, Mm -hmm. and the more reps I get in and making good choices. I'm heightening my impulse, my, my ability sure. to, to, to have self-control. Yeah. And to like dig more into that analogy, if I'm lifting a 45 pound weight every single day, it gets easier for me to lift that weight. The 45 pound weight did not change. It it's change. always 45 pounds, but I'm able to lift it easier because I'm used to lifting it again and again and again. Right. So that, that impulse control, that doesn't mean that like the thought of like, man, I would really like to use because I'm tired or because I'm stressed, or because I got yelled at, or because I'm in an argument with someone I love. But because I've dealt with that impulse again and again and again, that impulse is just as strong, but I am stronger than it. My, that rep of choosing to do the healthy thing in the face of the unwanted behavior, that's what we're, that's what we're shooting for. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for an intentionality of I am choosing what is difficult, and we're like, just like, we believe that guys can do hard things. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think that's huge. And, and I, I want to pause on just the idea that the fact that you're in the refuge or you're, or you're in a treatment program means that, you're, that you have courage and that, you're, that you are making a choice to better yourself, mm. um, you can, that you believe you can do something about it. Yeah, I hope guys don't lose sight of that because, like, I know that guys do. Yeah. Because they're in this, they get into a, uh, some guys, like, you know, I'll just, they feel like they're in a rut. Like they're not actually doing anything to help their family because I'm, I'm going to work at Thompson's or I'm going to work at Franklin and I'm not able to, you know, pay my mortgage or help pay for my kids' school, school supplies. For this season, you're right. You aren't providing the way in which you want to, but this year, the time you spend in the refuge is going to oh, greatly improve your ability to consistently in a long-term way, really take care of your family. Yeah. You're putting reps in mm -hmm. and making healthy choices because what your family needs more than anything is a healthy you. Yes. Right. I mean, my, you know, my, my kids and wife don't need me showing up and, and just radical and healthy. They need me to show up and be a mature adult. Yep. Is what they need. Mm -hmm. And to show up and lead and love and serve the way that Christ did to the church. That's what they need. And so it's like when we when we live this way, we're putting reps in to be healthier. Does that mean there's no problem? No. It's just that I think the point you and I are trying to make about addiction is we are going to end up in a bad spot if we believe that we have no agency over our choices. Right. We can make we can make choice. You alluded to it earlier, but there's a power we have, mm -hmm. and 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 I don't I don't we can't rob that of people. We have power in the fact that we can make choices. Yes, and our choices have consequences for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. Yep, you can make a choice every day in how you want to live your life, mm -hmm. which actually highlights uh, something that is often brought up where guys in the refuge don't have choice. Or they, or you feel like there's moments or seasons of your time in the refuge. Like, well, I just don't have any choices. I just have to do what they say. That right there is a choice. You have choice, the same amount of choice every right. single day. You can choose to not wake up when we, when, when it's time to wake up. You can choose not to show up for dinner. You can choose to not participate. Those are your choices. It's just it's very, very clearly identified what happens when we, when you make choices in one way or another. Whereas outside of the refuge, those choices are, you're making the same choices. It's just yeah, those boundaries aren't as clearly defined. So this idea that there is no choice within the refuge, there's intense amounts of choice day in and day out. I am choosing whether to do the thing I, should, I know I should do or not. Mm -hmm. So it's those reps again and again and again where it's like, it may seem like there's unnecessary rules for a group of men that shouldn't have them. Which is true. You're a grown man. You shouldn't have a rule about when you need to show up to eat. But we have that in place, not because we can be in control. We have that in place to give guys an opportunity every single day to make a healthy choice. Yeah. And sometimes if I'm if I'm in a place of major disorder, I need major order mm. to get myself back on track. Yep. And so we're trying to build build up are we're trying to build a new habit. Mm -hmm. We're trying to build new habits. Yep. A new way of living. And there's purpose behind a lot of those. The one of the most intimate things you can do with other people is share a meal with them. There's right. a reason why we eat together. Because we are modeling what a healthy person does. If there's one thing that you can take away from the refuge when you go home, 
when you're done, when you complete, when you go back home to your family, is eat meals together without a screen on. Yeah. If you just made that a rule and that was a pattern where at least the majority of the days of the week, which is four days a week, you as a family shared one meal together, that is going to have a incredible impact on your kids and, and, and those you love the most. Studies have found that. Mm-hmm. Just meal a day together yep. as a family, yep. dramatically. The, the kids that had that, there's a dramatic difference between the kids that didn't. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, which is why we say like, hey, we're all going to eat together at this time. So we put a boundary on it because it's important to us because we are a relationally focused uh, We think program. that's what healthy families do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what healthy people do is share meals together. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we're fighting to be healthier. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We start part six of six in our conversation on how people change tomorrow. We'll see you then.